Well, look who it is. It's you listening to us. It's you tuning in. We knew you'd come crawling back. <laughs> to the one of the top 10 comedy <laughs> podcasts of 2020, according to Vulture. In fact, the 10th. <laughs> 10th bet first in the article. That's right. <laughs> so who's laughing now? Las Culturistas, because they were number one. <laughs> <laughs> do you think they just skimmed past ours? That's fine if they did. Yeah, I, I'm that's fine. what I would do. Thank you, Brianna <laughs> Wellen, for writing up our... Yeah, thank you. It was a really nice review, and we really People appreciate really it. really responded to the review, by the way. Yeah. I just have to say, oh, this is Day of Homekins, blah, blah, blah. I'm Paul F. Tompkins. I'm a comedian. Top 10. We're in the top 10. Okay. <laughs> we're in the top 10. Everyone knows who we are now. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and you get what you pay for. That is our number one rule around here. You get what you pay for. <laughs> I forgot to take the picture. Oh, you get what you pay for, and the podcast is free. So that's the joke. You get it? <laughs> Do you get it? <laughs> anyway, it was such a... It was such a nice review, and uh, it was such a, a very, I'm very honored and humbled that we were included. Also, I'll say I'm honored, but I'm not humbled. <laughs> I don't know if that's a deal breaker for some people. Well, I got humbled by yeah, it. Sure. That's your choice. <laughs> I mean, when I saw it was number 10, I was humbled. <laughs> <laughs> that was humbling. <laughs> I was like, what? We're in the top 10? And then I was like, oh, number I, but it, I think it, the, it went backwards, personally, because we were first on the... Here's what I think, <laughs> is that you can't have a top 10 without number 10. So we're doing more work than anyone. <laughs> I think so. We're bringing up the rear. Yeah. And I, I'm telling ya, you, it's not a, easy. You can't have a top 10 if you stop at number 9. So... But no, it was very nice. It was really nice. And, and a lot of people said that the to review. number 11 because hats, they did oh, not. hats off to number 11. Probably so, left, right, and center. Thank you. Um, <laughs> In comedy podcast. Right? The state of things today? I think so. <laughs> but it was, a, it was a very nice review. And a lot of people remarked on how it really captured the essence of what the show is. So that's nice. Which it's, is bet more than we can do. It's better oh than we God. can do. <laughs> When people ask us what, what this is, is, I say, I don't know. I you say, listen and tell me. I say it's a hot mess. <laughs> I say, I'm Janie, and I like to drink my weekend water at the bar. Is it you're doing is a that, Real Housewives? Is that Real Housewives? <laughs> I mean, it's very... <laughs> what was it? Oh, I'm there's, Jet. There's no real turn of phrase there. <laughs> I'm Janie. You're just stating a thing. <laughs> I'm Janie. I'll be judging you. Wait, am I the judger or are you the judger? I forgot. I might have been the judger. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, I'm Janie. This is... <laughs> I'm Paul. He's a comedian. I'm a comedian. She's an actress. We're married. This is our pandemical podcast. We do it once a week. It's like a thing. <laughs> it's like our date night. Okay. Here's the thing. You happy now? You got it out of us. <laughs> We're in Los Angeles. Oh, by the way, we are the epicenter of the pandemic. Yeah, we just found that out today. That's that great. Uh, we are officially the worst in the, the world. Oh, pandemic is the worst. Mayor Garcetti here. doing a big, 
big cakewalk down the street. Like, hooray! <sighs> Whatever. I Waving can't. a straw hat. I can't with him. I can't even with him. I can't even with him. <laughs> he said he was going to ha- fix homelessness. Oh, by the way, do you know it's more expensive to lift someone out of homelessness than to keep them from losing their homes? Uh, it's more expensive to lift someone out No, I did not know that. But so it does not surprise There's me. a bunch of dumb fucking people in charge of <laughs> shit. Yeah. I mean, dumb. Isn't it wild? Why are they dumb? That we have this homeless problem. Why are in this they country. dumb? Why are they dumb? Why are they uh, stingy? If I get on, if I get it to do one it's of those our money city council it's meetings, our tax money on Zoom. Yeah, you're gonna get up on there and you're gonna raise some holy hell. Instead of saying uh, "suck my dick," uh, <laughs> I yield the rest of my time. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get on there and say, "Why are you dumb? Why are y'all just not?" <laughs> Doing. Hold on a second. My wife wants to say something. She's in the same room with me. <laughs> Is that allowed? I don't know the Robert's rules of order. <laughs> Do we count as one uh, household? Why are y'all not doing good? Why? Oh, man. that Honey. Why uh, are y'all not? Because then they have so, to answer it. You know what? It's so simple. It. It's so simple. Why are y'all not it's doing so good? It's so simple. Yeah. Lift the people out of poverty. Because, you greedy motherfuckers, it's cheaper. <laughs> it's cheaper. Yeah. But wait, you said it's more expensive to lift someone out of homelessness. Than to keep them from losing their so home. So you're saying it's cheaper to keep, lift them out of poverty so they don't lose their home. I see. That's what I'm saying. There's this whole eviction moratorium that's set to expire in, two, in, a, in a week. In two weeks. <laughs> and uh And... I listen to this whole thing. It's like it's like not even everybody that mm-hmm. it covers. There's like certain I don't understand it rules or whatever. My point is, if they let those people lose their homes, mm-hmm. they're creating a more expensive societal yes, problem. I understand. Yes, and they've already done it with a lot of people. <laughs> so, <laughs> so try something. Anyway. Else. My um, point is, this is a political podcast. I come on. What? I solve everything. <laughs> okay. Basically, it's like I'm Fareed Zakaria. And I'm like, but like, I just put it in simpler terms. And I'm like, this is what needs to happen, you know. And I'm speaking to, I'm speaking to a broader, like a broader audience. Mm-hmm. Don't, you know, do just do things right. <laughs> That's my point. Honey, you solved another one. Christmas is in one week. Can you believe it? We're stuck here in Los Angeles in the epicenter of COVID cases rising by the day. And we can't. What are you doing? <laughs> he I'm is looking fo- at it. I'm turning my phone over. But you looked at it first. You would have done the exact same thing. <laughs> a text came up on my phone. First of all, Janie's eyes dart over there. Anytime I get some kind of text. <laughs> and so I picked up my phone and turned it over. And yeah, I looked at who texted me. <laughs> do you need to take that? No, I do. Do you want me to? No, cut? I do not. <laughs> Should I vamp while <laughs> you go in the other room and call? <laughs> my God, can you imagine if I called someone? <laughs> 
<laughs> nothing's that important. Darling. <laughs> Darling, nothing's that important. Darling, I haven't made a phone call <laughs> since 2006. A phone call? Oh, honey. Dar- Let your fingers do the talking. <laughs> what do you think texting is for? <laughs> <laughs> Who are these people? I like them. It's two you Kim, know what? Kim Cattrall's. <laughs> I think that Samantha's, we should have the Samantha's over for dinner, a dinner party after the pandemic. The The two Samantha's. The people that we just made up. Yeah. Don't you want to have them for dinner? Oh my, can you imagine? I think it'd be fabulous. I would like it. It would be so tedious. It's funny to think about TV characters and you think, what if that was a real person and I had to spend a lot of time with them? I like. I would have spent time with Samantha from Sex in the City. Who wouldn't? What about the other gals, including New York City? <laughs> well, I've spent a lot of time with New York City. We've all spent time with her. And uh, she beat me the fuck up. So <laughs> I guess I'm not inviting her. <laughs> <laughs> we have a history. We have a, a very dark history. Um. She destroyed me. I have PTSD from it. Uh, no big deal. <laughs> Just whatever. One of the worst things ever. Okay, so, um, Samantha, okay, Miranda seems uh, like a lot. Like, I don't know if I would have dinner with Miranda because she's just like kind of, you know, it's just, it's negative. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Carrie's a little whiny, even though I am a Carrie. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know some people dispute that. They think I'm a Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> some people think I'm a Charlotte. So you think you're a Carrie. Citation needed. <laughs> but the one I'd want to have dinner with the most is Samantha. To be honest. Honestly, I feel like the one I would want to have dinner with the most, it would be either <laughs> Miranda or Charlotte. Really? Yeah. Because Miranda... Oh, you're cutting Samantha and Carrie out of the Yeah, equation? I am. I am. Here's why. Here's why. I think that Miranda is... She's the most like a real person. And yeah, she's... She's grumpy because she works all the time. She's grumpy because she works all the time. But I feel like I... I could hang out with her. And Charlotte, I think, is just nice. I think she's a nice, sweet person. Charlotte, I guess I would like to hang out with because I have a feeling like Charlotte would laugh at all of my jokes. Like, I know, like, (laughs) Charlotte would be that one friend that would, like, snort out her mimosa Mm -hmm. from some comment I made. Yeah. And I and I would be like, okay, I got her number. She's kind of my fave. (laughs) I think she would be the most, the most enjoyable hang of all of them. Wait, Charlotte now? Charlotte, yeah. The most. I, you know what? I think so. Yeah. And I think Well, she's got her shit together the most. Yeah. Or does she? I had she to kinda think. She kind of does. I had to wonder. <laughs> she kind of does though. Mhm. Like I feel like Miranda stretched her her life thin a little when yeah. she decided to <sighs> Why did she end up with Steve, man? Wow. Steve was not she I had, didn't get she Steve. She had that baby. That she was had that fucking baby. One. She was trying to make partner. It was like, what is she doing? <laughs> like, pick a lane and and don't try to have it all because you're frazzled. 
You know what I'm saying? Don't try to have it all just so we can hear you talk about how hard it is to have it all. <laughs> I've already seen baby boom. Well, like Samantha, like she knew her identity. Like she was like, this is my identity. I'm, this is like who yes. I am. I'm a, I am a consummate New Yorker. I'm I, a publicist. <laughs> I'm horny. The end. <laughs> and she survived cancer. And she survived cancer and dumped her boyfriend who got her through cancer. <laughs> he was kind of a drip though. He was sweet, but like he was just a lot. Like was he a lot? I think I, don't know. I think like that that character was just like <laughs> Hey, I love you and I support you no matter what. But that was the, too, that was his whole thing. I know he and didn't, being hot. He didn't have any like <laughs> I know. No, I'm not saying it was a great character. I'm just saying there was nothing it's like I love in romantic comedies where <laughs> was it was it while you were sleeping? Which is the one where Sandra Bullock, so Bill Pullman is the boyfriend in one of these, and he is basically dumped because he has a cold. <laughs> I didn't see He's, that one, but I kind of want to now. He has like the sniffles. He's like a perfectly fine person. Uh-huh. Maybe he's a little boring or something. I don't know, but he's not like a bad dude. It was real. I remember, God, was it while you were sleeping? I think he was in that one. Yeah. And he was like, he, this she guy's, gets dumped. he's a perfectly nice guy. One time I served a pizza to Bill Pullman and I got weak in the knees. <laughs> Is that so? <laughs> he smiled when I handed him his to-go pizza. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, yours is a tall drink of water coming in <laughs> for your pizza. <laughs> you were the guy on the other end of the phone. Okay, Bill Pullman, here's your pizza. Was that at what you call it? Um, I used to work at this place called Pritzies. Pritzies, 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 <laughs> which is I don't know if it's still they because they moved to the valley. It's the whole thing, y'all. Oh, it was right, the whole right, thing. Right. They were on the the block next to the UCB theater, but it used to be the Tamarind Theater before. A lot of changes. We talked a little bit about the only that. Thing that hasn't place. Changed is birds. Anyway, I yeah, birds and and uh, bourgeois pig. And La Poubelle. And La Poubelle. Uh, La Poubelle is this restaurant. And the um, bookstore, I think, is still there, I hope. God damn, that bookstore, yeah. The used bookstore. That place That is, better still be there. I hope it is. Because that's the best place on the block. It is so funny that that in this, in this very desirable, t- this tiny but very desirable strip of real estate, mm-hmm. that bookstore takes up so much space. It's like old books and records. Yeah. And it's been there forever. Yeah. They must own the property. You can sell stuff. I've sold books there too for five cents. I think I did too back in the day. And I was like, really? This is like a lot of books. <laughs> and they were like. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look around, baby. <laughs> we got a lot of books already. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to move with these. They're heavy. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I used to. I've told the story on a podcast before, but I used to take books to Goodwill. All the time. You told this story on this podcast? On a podcast. Oh, on a podcast. And I was, I had done it so many times in the last time. I, I, I think I did it like seven times, like a banker's box full of books. And the last time I went, I saw that they had a sign that said no books. <laughs> <laughs> that had clearly always been there. It's not like they put it up because of me. Why did they? Okay. But I, they must have been like, God damn, it happened again. <laughs> No one wants to move with those box of books, I'm telling you. Ugh. They really don't. And especially if you're doing like a cross-country thing, forget it. Yeah. That's like weight right there. I shipped books. <laughs> when I moved here, I shipped books. I'm, Isn't that stupid? I, I mean, I moved across country with books. Why I still have all that? my like 
undergrad and grad school books like mm. up in my office on those tall like I put shelves up at the top. Yeah. We have a bookcase in the living room. We were talking about do we really We were gonna get rid of all the books. Yeah. What are we like are we trying to Because we're kinda digital anyway, but also like it they take up space. They do take up we space. We just live in a small space. Here are the books that I want to keep. It's nice to have books around though. Yeah. 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 I mean I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know if it's that nice anymore. <laughs> Everything's digital now. Everything's digital. And it's also, we don't have anything to prove to anybody. You know what I mean? Well, We've that's the goddamn truth. Like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> because I couldn't anyway. Oh, this is just my dogged copy of Pablo Neruda. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Wait, is that is he coming to dinner with the oh, Samantha? Oh, yes. I hope you don't mind. In, in, in lieu of wine or a candle, I brought a book. My my very dear. Are copy. you familiar with the Prophet by Khalil Gibran? <laughs> that is such a gift book. Someone gave me that book. Of course, somebody was trying to get in your pants, right? Mm, no. Really? Yeah. Really? What was oddly this, enough? What was this person to you? He he was. Uh, he of course got it. <laughs> uh. And he, I mean, I could see him at any point. Like I might run because I run into him. Is and he here with us now? <laughs> He's under the table. <laughs> <laughs> he was my classmate in drama school and grad mm-hmm. school when I was getting my MFA. And uh, we were kind of like there were ten. I, have I talked about this on here about how my nightmare, my nightmare MFA class, how we all hated each other and we had I to have. Don't know if therapy. we have talked about that. Yeah, <laughs> we had to have a mediator. Yeah, there were ten of us in this class <laughs> in this very intensive, like conservatory three year program, and we were together like from like eight a.m. until midnight. I mean, like it was like three years of. Like this is boot camp stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what the gist of it is this. Uh, we all did not like one another. Mm-hmm. The 10 of us <laughs> did not like each other. And uh, cut each other down at any point, at any turn, <laughs> at any point. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and this like vulnerable thing where they break you. They break down your personality and then rebuild it. <laughs> It's like a crazy, it's like a crazy thing. And the, um, I, I don't know why we just did not like each other. It was just like, I guess this very, we were all very probably just like tra- had trauma, childhood trauma we were bringing into. <laughs> the, oh, a bunch of actors? That's weird. But what's weird is like a lot of my good, like closest friends are from when I went to SMU. Mm-hmm. They just are not from my class. Right. Like, I became friends with everyone else and, mm-hmm. like, to this day, like, text, I mean, you know, I, I don't even know how to describe it. And my class was an anomaly because the other classes did, got along. Mm-hmm. And they're still friends. <laughs> so, so Jay, one of my classmates, I had done this project. We had to do this very, very important project called Self-Portrait. Oh, a VIP. Yeah. And I did, like something i'm not even going to go into it because it's so corny at this point and uh he was moved by my project and he gave me a copy of the prophet and he wrote like this long forward in the front about he he liked my work and connected with it 
I don't trust this guy. He's, as far as I can by the way, him and I are the only uh, actors from the program. The only people that remained. Yeah, actors. the other eight <laughs> did not. They got out. They got out. That happens a lot. I think it does. I was I was surprised by like there were two of them. I was surprised that did not remain. Mm-hmm. Um. So so and then he moved to L.A. I want to say like maybe ten years ago or eight years ago, and I was like. I was just going to meet, I was at the 101 uh, diner, which some people might know from swingers or whatever. <laughs> it's true. And it I was walking in the 101 diner to go meet up with, I don't even remember. And I was like walking by and I hear Jeannie Haddad. And I look and, and Jay was like, hey, I live here now. And, da, da, da. and I was like, oh my God, that's great. And uh, so we kind of kept in touch a little. When was this? I want to say like eight years ago or okay, so ten, 10 years ago. Yeah, no, there was nothing between me and Jay. I, know, I, I promise know. you. Honey, <laughs> I don't care. I'm kidding around. <laughs> remember, we all hated each other. No, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but anyway, my point is, <laughs> I I'm still have a copy of the, of the book that he gave me. Uh, well, that's got to go. There was nothing else to say other than uh, people giving that book as a gift. That was the whole thing. Okay. Did anyone ever give you a book? In my life? No. Let me finish. Okay. It sounded like you were finished. <laughs> You'd come to a full stop. Did anyone <laughs> ever give you a book in your life where you're like, why the fuck did they give me this book? I had. Oh, wait. I think I know this story. Wait. I think I was with you at one time. When somebody gave me a book? And you're like, why did they give me this book? Okay, I, this is wait. a different story. Okay, good, And good, then good. I'd like to hear the story that you mm, have about me. Okay. <laughs> um, when I was in high school, my first girlfriend loaned me her copy of <laughs> Clan of the Cave Bear. Oh, dirt. That is some real... Dirt, like it's real dirt. That's uh, that is some trashy ass and she porn light porn. <laughs> she enclosed a note. She like tucked a note in it that said, "I bet she did." I love this book. I've never cried reading a book before. Like this book is very, it's very special. And so I read this book. Isn't it like smutty? I thought it was yeah, like smutty. It is. <laughs> so I'm reading this book like this is an important book. Like I have to get something out of this. Uh-huh. And it was like the pages were concrete. Like I was struggling to get through this book. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I was like, man, this, and it's a thick book too. <laughs> and then I finally realized like, no, this isn't, this is just a dumb book. <laughs> and then I breezed through the rest of it. Isn't like Daryl Hannah in the um, movie version and she gets like raped or something? Yes. There's a lot of cave person rape that happens in it. Oh, maybe that should be our next watch along. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> I, I am astonished at the A to B there. Oh, maybe that should be our next watch one. Wait, so what? Did you finish it? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then were you like... And I gave it back to her and I was like, this is terrific. <laughs> you did? Yeah. I mean, we must have That's talked funny. about it. You That's know. funny. Yeah. But what... So you were, you were witness to someone giving me a book and I didn't understand why I was being given the book. Yeah, but I can't remember the book at the moment, and I don't want to say who it is on the podcast. Fair enough. Fair enough. But you'll tell me off, Mike. Yeah. 
And maybe you'll remember what the book was. I'm tempted to pause <laughs> to take right our break now. now, but I'm not ready to make my new weekend water. I guess I could. Well, I'm, I, I'm just tempted I to could pause. Refer- oh, this, this is just a pause. This isn't okay. This yes. is a pause. This is a pause. He didn't remember. <laughs> I didn't remember. I was told who the person was. We could not remember the book, and I do not remember the incident. <laughs> Life is long, folks, and you can't keep all the memories. You do have to jettison some. Oh, but Mary Lou Hanner can. I know. What a curse. Is it? Has she said? I don't know if she said it to curse, but how could it not be? She knows no other way, though. Yeah. But it's got to be annoying sometimes. Do you think she holds grudges? I would if I were her. <laughs> she, wait, she's she like, hates Danny DeVito. <laughs> she's like, you know, you were really shitty to me that one day. And they're hey, like, Tony what? Danza, do you remember that time, March 8th, 1979, <laughs> when you said this to me? <laughs> Tony Danza. It was 3.05 p.m. I, I don't know. I don't know these people personally mm. i don't know the cast of taxi personally but tony danza seems cool huh <laughs> he seems okay i feel like i heard him say some dumb thing recently did he yeah like it was something along the lines of these kids today i don't, I don't understand you know like that kind of shit I well i don't understand these kids <laughs> i understand them perfectly kids i get you kids here's the thing about kids um I like you, but I also... <laughs> this is an open address to kids? Yeah. <laughs> I like kids, but I kind of like... I like to pretend they're adults a little bit. What age are we talking about when we say kids? Kids. Like, you know, kids. <laughs> How dare you? You mean chill, like little children? Or do you mean young people? Like people in their... No, like, I mean children. Children, okay. Like... If you're 10 and you're coming over here and you're like hanging out, I would be like, okay, you know, what's the deal with just everything? Like, what is the deal? Tell us about the rainbow parties. (laughs) (laughs) At 10? Ew. Okay. You're 10. Explain euphoria to me. By the way, that was going to be one of my recommendations. Mm -hmm. So you kind of like... Pulled the pulled the rug out from under that one. <laughs> Great, I'm glad I did. <laughs> okay, guys, here's the thing. <laughs> I like to create chaos. I like the Joker. Um, on HBO, I loved Euphoria when it like when it came out. I binged it like, uh, well, I didn't binge it because it came out every week, so I had yeah, to wait. And you watched it with your husband. Did you watch all of it though? I feel like yes, you kind of checked out. We watched it together. I was like obsessed with Euphoria and I was like crying. I, first of all, I thought it was like so amazingly done. Yeah. Um, it's, it's written by Sam, it's written and directed by Sam Levinson, who's Barry Levinson's son. And I like, of course, so then I like. That explains the Adams family camera. <laughs> so then I go down this crazy <laughs> rabbit hole. Cause I'm like, how is, how is this person like, how is this person like so like how does he know all this? And I'm like, oh, he grew up watching Barry Levinson like make movies and like he has it in his DNA or something mm-hmm. like that. And I was like, oh, okay. And I guess so Euphoria deals with all these like young people's problems, 
like addiction and, you know, misogyny and like bullying, like all this kind of stuff and, um, sexual politics, blah, blah, blah. And, um, I was like, God, he's like, so like has his finger on the pulse. And then I learned, learned that he himself struggled with addiction. So he like, he went through rehab and, and has like sort of like a very inside look at all of that. And then, um, he, this is the, I found the most fascinating thing. At one time, he dated and lived with um, Ellen Bargain. Oh. <laughs> There's like a full on like 30 something plus year age difference. Right. So I was like, that's. They weren't just roommates. No, they were in a, they were like a couple. So I was like, hmm, that's interesting. Like, I wonder what that dynamic was. Mm-hmm. I mean, a 30-plus year age difference is unusual. It's hot, man. <laughs> Especially It's unusual when, from... From the male... For, for, yes, for the, yeah. wo- for the woman to be the older party. Yeah, and but I mean, even if it was the other way around, I'd still be like, mm, okay. <laughs> Three years is a lot. That's a lot. I guess in my mind I was like... Oh, so Sam Levinson is like full on like fifty five years old, like in his <laughs> spirit animal. Right, this is right. what I was like. That's what I took away from it. That and the fact that he like created, wrote, and directed all of Euphoria. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not talking like some of the episodes. I'm talking all of the episodes to where I'm like, what the fuck, man? So, um. I still haven't done a polish on my one spec pilot I wrote <laughs> back in the spring. Like, okay. So, so, so then, um, so I watched and I liked it, but that wasn't something I watched during the pandemic and I wasn't going to necessarily, oh my gosh, it's cuckoo. Hi, cuckoo. <laughs> um, but then they had a Christmas special. <laughs> we keep calling it that, but the, it wasn't really a Christmas it special. It wasn't a Christmas It does take place on Christmas Eve. Yeah, and it, but there's a second part that's coming out. I can't wait to yeah. see. And it picks up where um, the 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 season ended. Also, like Zendaya is amazing. She really she, is. she won an Emmy this year. She's the youngest um, person to have ever won an Emmy to, for, to the won, for that category. Yeah. For that category, yeah. yeah. Okay, you're right. Um, and we watched which the category is oldest person. Isn't that <laughs> weird? But also, like, she's so lovely. Um, but she's so just like she's very talented. She's really good. She's very talented and um she's kind of like you can't take her eyes off of her. She has like this sort of like and I don't mean this in a bad way, but like this insect quality where she can like fold her body in half like a cricket. <laughs> and it's like wow, like Zendaya like is so she's like lanky and graceful. She I don't know if she does dancing. Does she does dancing? She, she kind of does like, everything. She was she she's was she's a star, like a singer star, right? Yeah, she was trained as a kid as an actor, she and was. then she got into pop music. Uh, so I imagine, like, <laughs> I was just talking about this with Lauren Lapkus that if you're in pop music, you also have to dance. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way around that, unless <laughs> you are Mariah Carey, Mariah Carey, who's just like, no, I'm good. I'm going to stand here and sing, <laughs> and everyone is welcome to dance around me. If you want to throw up. 30 people doing elaborate choreography around me? Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's great. I will be standing right here. I feel like 
there's got to be another. There's other pop stars. They don't dance. I don't know. Like Christina Aguilera, does she do any dancing? I have at no all? idea because I'm not. I bet s- even she does a little. Britney Spears danced. Well, yeah, Britney Spears is a great dancer. Beyonce, Beyonce, of course, insane dancing. Yeah, definitely. I don't know who else does Gwen Stefani. I don't know. I would bet. She, I bet. I would bet there's some choreography. Katy Perry does shows. some weird moves. She like does she'll some do weird her moves. like her moves. Taylor Swift. Like they all do something, you know, to, to varying degrees. But I think Mariah Bruno Carey, Mars. Oh my god! Of course, Bruno Mars. He doesn't stand still. I'm telling fuck. Gave it to him. I am not a pop. I don't listen to a lot of pop. And yet, I'm kind of like vaguely aware of these acts. Yeah, well, it's, which it's is all around. It's like the Super Bowl or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah, it's all I mean, around. I I like to watch them when they come on. Oh Absolutely. my, Shakira, come on! That's still we we I have watched it. that Super Bowl. <laughs> First of all, Shakira is like amazing. Yeah, like she may be one of the most beautiful women in the universe. <laughs> the universe. <laughs> There's a Miss Universe. There is a. <laughs> they're they're planning ahead. They're planning they're ahead. They're planning ahead. When we discover life on other planets. I hope that's included. I hope that Seti and Medi are both <laughs> like including pictures of beauty pageant winners. Like, by the way, this is our. Here's who we're sending for Miss Universe. Who's Seti and Medi? SETI is the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. Oh, okay. Right? And Medi, I forget what the M stands for. It's a it's a similar organization, but they are rather than just uh, searching for signals, they're putting stuff out there. They're actively oh, trying right. to communicate with other. And then life we watched forms. that weird documentary that remember that short oh, documentary. Oh yeah, well I I wish I could remember the name of it. We got to look it up and get it. It's on Netflix. Yeah. All right. We should take a break. We'll, we'll look oh, it up look during it up the break. We'll look it up and we'll reveal it. Yes. After this break. I hope we don't make another list in the meantime. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Just a week before Christmas? Oh, I bet you're wishing you had some usual wines right about now. What are usual wines? Usual wines are wines for the modern drinker. They're so modern that they come in their own special 6.3 ounce bottle, which is a heavy pour or about a glass and a half of wine. So no more pouring wine down the sink when you can't finish the bottle by yourself. These wines are low carb and have zero grams of sugar. They have a red blend, a rosé, a sparkling white wine called called Brute, and they have a special holiday product called Usual Reserve, an ultra-premium limited edition Mount Viter Cabernet Sauvignon. Okay, that's French for Cabernet Sauvignon. Usual wines are made from world-class AVAs, which are American rural cultural areas, say that seven times fast, in California, like Napa, Sonoma, and Santa Barbara. Those are like wine places so it's good that they're made in like those places and they're made with minimal intervention zero sugar and zero additives so go check out their website at www.usualwines.com and use our discount code stayfhomekins for eight dollars off your first order and happy christmas shopping we welcome, looked it up. welcome back well paul looked it up uh, yes, it's called John Was Trying to Contact Aliens, and we may have talked about it on here before, but it's short. Did. It's only like 15 minutes or something. And it's on Netflix. Yeah, and it's on Netflix. It's lovely and sweet. Also, it's messaging 
extraterrestrial. Mehdi is um, oh text messaging them. In case they mostly don't know. we're handing out you up. <laughs> it's not I mess. It's like it's like send us text message question mark. <laughs> yes, we've been trying to instant to iMessage them, but they have a they have an Android. Yeah, they have a green bubble, so it's you gotta. You gotta I'm an iPhone text. person, but I used to be an Android person. I'm kind of like an everything person. I love tech so much. It's like oh, you contain multitudes. My kind darling. of a problem. Yes, uh, but when I was an Android person, and a lot of my friends are iPhone people, so they're happy I switched because of the blue messaging, blah blah blah. But like, uh, <laughs> I used to have on my signature. And everyone loved it. It said, sent from the droid you are looking for. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. People really dug that. It was good. But then I had, you know what? When I switched to iPhone, <laughs> couldn't do it anymore. It's not a droid. It's not a droid. Not a droid. It's not a droid. I mean, in some ways, like the droid, the droid operating system was, was better. This is going to be one of those beta versus VHS <laughs> conversations. I love vinyl, the cracks and pops and hisses. By the way, um, I ne- I grew up on vinyl. Yeah, me but too. I didn't like. I was never wistful for it. It's like I was never someone. But maybe it's because I'm kind of hard of hearing. <laughs> 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 like when CDs happened, I was like, that was like amazing for me. Mm-hmm. Like I was into that. All the technology that's ever like succeeded mm-hmm. the previous technology I have like embraced yeah. but it doesn't always mean like it's better that's just because I just buy into it bless you <laughs> the silent the silent sneeze oh I yawned honey oh that was now a you're yawn. calling attention to her I'm mortified <laughs> <laughs> it was so what dramatic it was so dramatic it was like it was like, I thought it was a sneeze for sure, like the way that you... It was a big fucking yawn. I mean, a big one. Well, I guess I know what you think about this conversation. Honey, here's what happened. This is my third podcast. This is one of those days where it's my third podcast of the day. <laughs> Sorry to bother you. And I have another one tomorrow, another three Were podcast Were they on day. the top ten? The other two? <laughs> no, they weren't. Oh, well, the they other weren't? Two, they they were didn't not. make it on... They didn't make it. And yet you schedule them anyway. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> Those were, it actually pays me money, though. Oh. <laughs> that's, oh okay. that's a little different. Okay, fine. <laughs> fine. This is a labor of love. Honey, I haven't seen you today. What did you do today? <laughs> well, I recorded a voiceover audition. I'm sure I'm going to book it. I did one too. What? You did? I did one too. Excuse me? What was it for? For, Excuse me? Excuse me? What was it for? for? (laughs) It was for for an animated Christmas special. Stop it. That I imagine is for next year. (laughs) Well, animation. Unless these guys really drop the ball. No. Like, oh, fuck, that's due today. Animation takes a long time. Animation takes a long time. But it is weird to get a Christmas audition at Christmas time. Mm. Did you sing? I didn't sing. I had to be a, a grumpy elf. Mm. <laughs> so mm. if that comes out next year and you see a grumpy elf in this fucking thing and it wasn't me, you know what I was talking about. Mine was for something I thought was exciting because I usually don't get exciting ones. It was for some kind of animated pilot series that is a dramedy. Hmm. I guess Bojack is a dramedy. I think that classifies, yes, as a dramedy. 
I never get to read for that stuff. And that's the kind of stuff I, I that's really more in my wheelhouse. Yeah. I don't really do the voices, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm limited as an actor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't put myself... Well, it's like there are people in voiceover who can do that. They can do 100 voices. Yes. That's like their thing. Let me ask you this about... About voiceover? No. Oh. About my limits? <laughs> it's about your limits. My limitations? Do they know no bounds? Um, I was thinking about Meryl Streep. Uh-huh. Me too. We just watched her in uh, Let Them All Talk. I My favorite movie of the year. Which I think we watched after we recorded last week. Yeah, it was after we so recorded. So that's definitely a recommendation. Oh, yeah. My favorite movie. Really, I, already po- I already tweeted about it. Really enjoyable. Obsessed um, with it. My thing, and and Meryl Streep plays this uh, 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 pretentious character in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if it's just the characters that she is doing lately, mm-hmm. or if I don't, or if her acting bothers me now. Do you what? know what I mean? I feel like that was like her best role, like one of her best roles I've ever seen her in. It was. <sighs> And I didn't love her in Devil. I like. I thought Devil Wears. I thought she kind of chewed the scenery in that one. But on the other well, hand, it was that kind of movie, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it, and I enjoyed that movie. Yeah, I read that book, and but here's what it was: ever since, ever since, Big Little Lies. Oh, where she wore the fake teeth. She wore the fake teeth, and then she's sticking the necklace on her chin and all that, and it just felt like. It felt like so much crafted, to me. A little crafty. Yeah, it felt like I so love, much to me. I mean, I love Meryl. What if she listens to the... I mean, we are in the top 10 of the... Honey. <laughs> I love Meryl Streep. I think she's amazing and, like, I forgive her any right. ups and downs or whatever. Um, but there was, like, a moment in that movie, Let Them All Talk, where she's changing from her a pair of glasses into a different pair of glasses mm-hmm. where I was just like mesmerized by her her slow movement. Right. Is that crazy? No. I I get that. Like it didn't feel crafted in that moment. Like it right. felt very like organic to maybe I don't know. Yeah. I did think Candace Bergen kind of because she was playing a role that that it was different than what she typically plays. Absolutely, yeah. Got to shine a little more only, and all three of the women were amazing, but like, uh, just because of the nature of the character, which was You never get unique. to see, yes, you've never really, that I can remember, you've never really gotten to see her play somebody like that. Mm-hmm. And it was not like, she was not, you know. She was amazing in it. Um, upper crust, you know, uh, uh, moneyed sort of aristocratic kind of character. Yes, yes. Um, and she was, she was really, uh, they're all, it was great. It's I love the movie. I, I loved it so much, and um, for a lot of reasons, just for a lot of reasons, I won't even go into here. Um, that the movie resonated personally for me, but um, I, uh, I, I, um, I also think Soderbergh is is at the top of his game in this movie. Oh, good old Steve! <laughs> you yeah, worked with it's great you. To- You've worked with him. Oh, so. I, I, I have, yeah. Oh, yeah. So tell us about <laughs> tell us about when you were um, when you were cast in the informant. I was cast in a movie called The Informant, one of his probably least seen films. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he, I got the, I got the. I've talked about this. And tonight. had you met him before? Oh my god, no. 
No. And do you think he was like aware of you as like a as a comedic performer, as a live performer? This is what you've forgotten. Okay. Is that all of the supporting were actors comedic. Were, were, were comedians, not just comedic, but comedians. But does he was he aware of them or was the no. casting person the one that the casting person. Okay. It was just like get me comedians. It's like it's like essentially get me weirdos. I want a bunch of weird looking people. <laughs> I know, and I know you have like an amazing story that you yeah. tell on stage about, about from so, that experience. But yeah, so but I like, go in for the audition, and I'm very excited. And it's like a, it's like a juicy, it's like juicy. Yeah, it's, it's like Soderbergh. Soderbergh. It's like I never get auditions like that. And then I see like a bunch of other comics at the audition. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? I know that guy can't act. Like, what's <laughs> happening? And another not guy, all comedians can act. I don't know if our listeners know. It's this very or true. Not. It's very true. But the not ones that can, can are pretty good at it. So, uh, and so another guy that I knew there said, "Yeah, it's like a subtext thing. Like he's casting all of the sporting roles with comedians." Uh-huh. And I was like, "Oh!" And that took the wind out of my sails at the audition a little bit. But you're I like, was, I'm being viewed as a very serious actor today. Yeah. And then you're like, <laughs> exactly. no, I'm one of like 50 <laughs> schlubs <laughs> vying for stage exactly. time at the fucking improv or whatever. For, I'm looking for, uh, I'm one of many nobodies <laughs> <laughs> that for a joke that's only for this director and no one else. I mean, it's still exciting. Like, oh no, it was so. It was so great, and I got it. Yeah, and it was like I was there. You shot it in a weird place, like Ohio or something. I did two days. I did one day in downtown Los Angeles, and then I did one day in Cincinnati or something. No, it was even. It was not Ohio. It was like Kentucky or someplace. It was. It was. It was a. It was an odd place to be filming. Yeah, just because it was this this specific courtroom set. It was an actual courtroom Uh that we were in. And I guess it was just like somehow that made the most sense for their production or whatever. Yeah, because of the other stuff yeah. they had to shoot or and whatever. And so it's like me and Patton Oswalt and fucking Dick Smothers is playing the judge. Really? And yeah, it was wild. It was really wild. I didn't know he was like alive. Both of them were alive. The Smothers brothers are both still they alive. Must be and they're both in the movie. Up, Upper in age by now. Yes, I think that's <laughs> safe to say, honey. <laughs> What about Charlie Pride getting fucking COVID? I know. After we saw him honored at the CMAs and then he died a fucking month later? I know. Oh, my God. And he was so, like, God, he was so, like, humble and touching at the CMA when he got his uh, award. Yeah. Um, that, what a, if he got it from traveling, which they think, that sucks. But I guess everybody has to make... Their decision risk assessments or whatever, but their decision risk assessments. That's what we're calling them. Uh, our risk assessments are: I'm scared to leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't left the house. We're we're both kind of like scared. Yeah, I've thought so many times about going to the grocery store. No, and I can't. I'm not doing it. I can't bring myself to do it. No, we're 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 gonna reach into the staples and the. Well, we get our imperfect foods. They're not a sponsor, but I had a coupon. Can I say? And I don't know if we've talked about this before. What? But the imperfect foods, when you hear about the idea, you're like... It's not what it is, though. No, it's not. It's but disappointing. Some of, the, some of the foods are imperfect. Like, they're not... Like, an apple's not shiny enough to be at the grocery store, but so you, you get it for half it the cost. you want it to look weird. You want it to be... <laughs> it isn't that, because it's like... They're like, we've well, got to... Like, when, like, even this week, I went on... And my neighbor gave me the coupon for it. So And I had paused the subscription, and now I'm back. But, like... Uh, we came crawling back to him. <laughs> like, so like, I guess like 
there there were these cheese snacks. They were offering at a reduced price in this week's uh, round of food. Um, and the reason they were reduced was because uh, the airlines could not unload the snacks beca- because of the lower uh, travel, the low, the low, the decrease in travel. Oh my god! So, like, you could buy these like cheese tray snacks that they serve on some airline. That's hilarious. Yeah, at a reduced price. Uh, so, so do you that, think we'll get the blue corn chips? I like Imperfect Foods because they, um, I think they're a conscientious company. Like they, they, they try to make sure there's no, there's less food waste. Yeah, I, I'm. Look, I'm all in support of you the idea. You can also buy a box uh, this holiday season. I just wanted there the to be bank. like a fucking like a weird carrot, a gourd that looked like like Winston a Jesus. Churchill or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got it. It's not quite that imperfect. Anyway, I'm scared to leave the house. So whatever. <laughs> Um, so wait, so, so we were talking about the Soderbergh movie and we're talking about Meryl Streep. And then before that, we were talking about, I don't have to go back that far. (laughs) But there was something I wanted to say, maybe, uh, John and his aliens. (laughs) No, why did we start talking about that movie that, oh, the acting or something? (laughs) I mean, that's one of those mysteries that's for the listener to know. I'm getting deep in my weekend water. Deep in the cups. You're doing all right. I is Christmas? Do you think Christmas is going to be weird? Well, we're we are doing a podcast on Christmas. Now, do we do the podcast on Christmas night, or do we do it earlier in the week and then put it out on Christmas night? Like what? No. <laughs> We do Christmas night. Okay. We got to stay. We got to keep it real. I know we made the top 10. Keep it real. I get it. We made the top 10. And now you want to. I mean, look, we could coast and we could (laughs) record 40 of these in a row and then just (laughs) schedule them. How would make we make up things that we did? Like, we pretend like forty weeks out. Like I got my vaccine and my arm <laughs> is sore. Then we just start making up <laughs> things that are we think are going to happen. Like oh my god, it's so weird how like you know like Biden's picks didn't make it through the Senate <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> whatever. I can't believe we finally have health care for all. <laughs> Yeah, like that would ever happen in America. Oh boy. Well, okay, so like, wait, there was a reason like you mentioned Meryl Streep, though. You're saying like maybe you're in like, I don't know. Well, I, it was something I was thinking about, like because when when actors are famous, like capital A actors for a long time, like when we know them for a long time, there is a there's a difference between people who are actors and who are movie stars. Movie mm-hmm. stars can do the same thing. They, they can be the same in every movie and you're fine with it. Like, you know who, like, mean? like I'm trying to think of like a good example of like a movie, like a, like, like George Clooney. He's not like a chameleon. You know what I mean? He's, he's not a bad actor. We're not disparaging you, George. Trust me. I love you. <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm saying like he does like his, he's, thing. his thing or like, um, maybe Brad Pitt a little. Brad Pitt, I think, tried to be more chameleonic. You know, he would do like a fucked up contact lens. <laughs> the <laughs> you vampire. Know what I mean? Interview with the vampire. Uh, no, I was thinking of 12 Monkeys, but of course, Interview with the Vampire. Um, 
but I'm, I'm talking about like Meryl Streep is known for being an actress, you know, for being an actor. Yes. And she does all these different accents and voices yes, and, you amazing. know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Of course she's amazing. But when somebody does that for such a long time, it does, I think that sometimes it gets into like, oh, is this, is this, am I, am I, am I now because I know this person's reputation? Am I looking for the acting? Right. You know, it's not like as extreme as Al Pacino, which is just like, he turned a corner and was like, I yell! <laughs> By the way, I think we are going to watch the new Godfather, uh, but we've decided that we're going to start from Godfather 1 and Godfather 2 before we watch the new Godfather 3. Just, Do you know what I would love to watch? I don't want to watch it alone. Like I, Even though I've seen 1 and 2 like oh, so many times. I just want to feel no, the progression. I, I want to feel what his thing was. Yeah, I get it. I, here's what, what do you want to watch? When I was in high school, I took Italian. Uh-huh. And one year we watched The Godfather Saga. This is such a great out for a teacher. What do like, you mean The Godfather Saga? What the Godfather Saga, it, well, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> God. So fucking pissed. I'm so pissed. What does that mean? What? <laughs> What does that mean? The Give God, me the, the, the free popcorn at this bar. Where's <laughs> the free popcorn at this, at this bar? <laughs> the Godfather Saga <laughs> is a re-edited version of one and two to put it all in chronological order. So you know how Godfather Two, yeah, Godfather I, Two I shifts back hang, and forth in time. I can't hang on to the memory of it because it's so crazy. Oh, honey, I wish you would. I wish that I you would. Well, should I watch the saga? If it's available to watch, I don't know if it's available to watch anywhere. We have to look it up. That's, but I really, I loved it. I, I loved that. it because it starts with Vito Corleone. Yes, and then it goes. Uh, it, well, it works perfectly because we don't see the Vito stuff until two, right? The young Vito, yeah, De Niro. It, it, when he when he moves to like yes, the Tenement Museum. <laughs> exactly. When he moves to the Tenement Museum <laughs> on the Lower East Side <laughs> on the. <laughs> <laughs> Where does he live? Little, little Italy, whatever. I don't. I don't remember his specific neighborhood in the somewhere film. Somewhere in New York. <laughs> somewhere in New York. It's somewhere in New that York. That immigrants would go, <laughs> who have been given a made-up name at the border at Ellis Island. Yes. Um, yeah. But I remember. I loved it. It. It because it really cut together it was a really well. It was like a different experience of the story. Yeah. 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 And so if we could do that, and then into the third one, that would be great. That would be great. But I also think. I don't know about that Godfather Coda, okay, honey. Okay, here's the thing about the Godfather Coda. Well, I'm definitely going to watch it. Like, there's no <laughs> way in hell I'm not watching it. Like, period. Okay. Look, sisters are doing it for themselves. But here's it. what I don't understand, because we saw the preview for it, and it was like, this is the movie, like, Coppola wanted, like, intended for you to see. Yes, finally you get to see his vision. So my question is this. My question is this. What happened... Was he not in a position as a director when three came out that his vision was not allowed by some studio? It is because that's crazy. It's to me. mind blowing. The idea that that's crazy that to Francis me. Ford Coppola is going to make a third Godfather movie, like the 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 two two of the, the most, two most two of the most successful revered. and revered films of all time. Yeah, and he says I'm going to make a third one, and then <laughs> some studio. And by this point, he is. Francis Ford Coppola, like he has established, he's made one and two, he's made Apocalypse Now, like 
people know who – he's not like a new guy. Yeah, so what happened there? And that the idea that some studio would say, okay, look, we have a bunch of notes. <laughs> but that's what I don't believe. I, I can't I can't understand it either. Like, in my opinion – How much different could it be? In my opinion, he's like, listen, the third one kind of flopped. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it did. It yeah. just didn't have the same momentum or whatever. No. And I want I bet it made its money back. Sure. You know, but, but it I was mean, not he, it, certainly... it wasn't critically uh it wasn't a critical darling. Like no, not like Godfather at all. Two was No, people made fun of it and he put his daughter in it and all that and you know But but now but is it more like he's like, I just want to do over. Like I'm at the t- place in my life where I see what I did. I can look back with a lens right. on my filmmaking career where I I didn't tell the story as clearly. Like, I know now. But that's now. not the way they're phrasing it, No, it's though. not the way they're, they're phrasing it. They're phrasing it like, this is what he wanted to do, but and he somebody wasn't wouldn't allowed. let him do it. Yes. Meanies. But the, <laughs> the meanies. The meanies. This is, he's fighting back against meanies. I just don't believe that. I feel like. It's all, very hard to swallow. And also, or, here's my other, like, I have a cynical side. I'm going to like. Honey. I have a cynical side. Since when? <laughs> And this is how I find out <laughs> one week before Christmas. I have a little cynical side, <laughs> and my cynical side cynically can say, "He's like, I'm gonna recut this shit, and we're all gonna get a big fucking paycheck right before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Just trust me. Will you sign this piece of paper? <laughs> I'm going to write a number down. And I'm going to slide it over the table." <laughs> I'm Francis Forco. And then Pacino and, you know, Andy Garcia and Montana. They're not. They're getting another paycheck, of course. That's how SAG works. Yeah, I get. Okay. (laughs) You're very, you're very tetchy with me. I think I'm a little drunk at this point. (laughs) I don't know if I've been a drunk drunk on the podcast. Have I? No, you have. (laughs) We both have. (laughs) You were kind of the other night, not on the podcast. Well, we don't talk about things. <laughs> <laughs> which which other night? I don't know. I feel like you were like a little like, hey, what do you do? You think you're like you're like I've been thinking about this and like do you think? And I was like, oh, so he's a little. Hey, she ever think about <laughs> address and address? <laughs> What's gonna? What are y'all making plans right after the pandemic? Because I'm fucking ready to go. This is shit. Is what are you gonna do? What's your big plan? I'm gonna hug. Oh, I want to hug people. I'm gonna become a hugger. I don't think I was. I mean, I was a hugger. Yeah, but I'm gonna become a hugger. I'm a hugger. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Although, you know what? <sighs> I you Somebody think I was- might get arrested. <laughs> What are you gonna be like, Morgana, like the kissing pre- bandit? Pressing up against, <laughs> pressing my body up against. They call other her bodies. the hugging bandit. <laughs> the Southland has been plagued by a rash of hugs. Um, I don't know. I I was I was thinking how weird it was because I ran into a friend of ours the other day at the post oh, office. Oh yeah, and y'all had to stay and we just like apart. stand there. I've and, run into people in a mask before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it, I'm like, oh, elbow bump from far away. I know. It feels really weird. You want an elbow bump? But somebody was <laughs> was was saying early on, like, 
maybe handshaking will go away. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Maybe it will, and that's probably fine. Sure. Most people are bad at it, you know? I'm probably bad at it. Have we ever shaken hands? <laughs> Let me shake your hand. <laughs> oh, my. Okay. Pretend. Pretend we don't know each other. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. I'm doing Just, it. I'm okay. pretending. I'm pretending. Hey, are you Paul? Oh, yeah. Janie, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think you're, you're friends with, like, Scott and them. Yes, 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 Me yes. Too. And you know those guys. Yeah, that's right. I've heard. Oh, it's so nice yeah, to it's meet so you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> I hated it. It was really weird. Why'd you shake my arm so much? So uh, so much? Because I was overthinking it. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to make you comfortable well, with you the improv. Well, you did it. <laughs> Here's the thing we did the other no, day. You do the improv. Uh, now I do the improv. Yeah. We both did the improv. Though. No, you, initi- you want me to initiate? Yeah. All right. I'm just. Should, need- we, do, should we warm up first? Zip. Zap, zap. <laughs> you, you can't I hate hog, that shit. You can't hog both of the. Okay. Do it again. Zip. Zap. 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 Okay, zap. We're warmed up. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Paul. I'm, I'm with someone. <laughs> I can't believe you fucking set me up. I didn't. I didn't. This is my improv. I'm with someone. (laughs) This is how I live my life. You don't even know what my intention is. I'm at the bar and you're like trying to... Okay, go ahead. Start over. (laughs) over. over. Hi, I'm sorry to bother you. Yeah. Um, I'm Paul. You're Janie, right? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm friends with Scott and them. Sure. Scott Ackerman? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know those guys, right? Uh huh. We're really good friends. Why are you being <laughs> <like> this? <laughs> how would this make the handshake more natural? I don't know. <laughs> how do we? I don't even know how we get to the handshake. That's just the scene I was trying to play. <laughs> well, I, I'm glad you had fun. <laughs> Wait, you were gonna say something before I made you do the second one. <sighs> Shit. Oh, here's the thing. We did this the other day. And I want to, this is a recommendation. I'm going to cry. If you're in a couple <laughs> and you are not the same height. Oh, I did not like it. It was so, all. here's what I did. I hated I like, it. I got into a wide stance to lower my body. He's taller than me by like five inches. And I got down. There, like, I don't think of us as having a huge height disparity. It's not huge. No. We're both average. What sucks is we're both like average height. Yeah. So I like lowered my body. So our faces were. He put on the his same eyes plane. at the same. And he's like, this is, yeah. This is what it'd be and like. And it was I, really weird. He's like, this is what it would be like if, if we were the exact if same. If I height. was the exact same height as you do like it. And I was like, I fucking hate it. It was really I weird. I don't hate it. I don't hate it in the sense that I have a height prejudice because I've dated. People taller than me, shorter than what? me, whatever. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, it's just because I'm it's just not. I'm just saying because it's not. It's not. It's not, it's not the, the person way, that you know. Yeah. It's not what you know, and it's very unnatural. But if you're so, if you're in a couple, <laughs> please do this. It's it's really <laughs> I weird. I was so mad about it. I was like, <laughs> you, it, it, it disturbed you. So I was like, you're. This is. I don't like it. It was weird to me too. But you were disturbed. But by was it. it weird to you? Like. Did it give me more power? 
What are you looking at? Did something uh, happen? No, I'm with getting the a weird noise. I'm getting a weird noise. I hope this recording is okay. Oh shit! Ah shit! <laughs> Fucking technical. We, now we can't even have this. <laughs> it's making like weird zapping noises. Zip zaps up. It's because you did that. It's because I did zip zaps up. Yeah. I wonder if I should stop. Why are you doing like the yeah? Let's stop. There are too many stops in this one. We're back. Oh, it's fine. Did it, we just stopped it and we touched the thing. Janie was Janie was patting the Zoom recorder I like it was it a sick dog. <laughs> there, 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 there. I just wanted it to cool down. I know you. I know you ate the Christmas wrapping. <laughs> um. Yeah. That's oh. <laughs> <laughs> Have you run out of things to say? Would that ever happen? I know, <laughs> I know, I'm like a chatty Kathy, and I'm sorry about it. Don't be sorry about it. Oh, do people name Kathy hate when people say chatty Kathy? Just like people who are named Karen hate that Karen's got a thing this year. Man, if your name is Karen, I'm sorry. It's true. It's just the way it is. It's just the way it goes. It's true because. That was like a weird little funny pop culture thing that happened, though, with like the Karens or the Carols or whatever. Yeah, it was, you know, we had as much like fun with it as we could, but it was Mimi. It's Mimi. It was Mimi. Oh, speaking of Mariah Carey. <laughs> <laughs> the Emancipation of Mimi. Can we- I just say I saw the funny, I know people saw this because it was online and it was viral, mm-hmm. that somebody was like, I'm so excited about my Mar- Mariah Carey Christmas ornament, and it was like this like messed up ornament where like one of her eyes is like fucked up, and then she retweeted it and she's like, "This was not approved." But it's the thought that counts. But it's the thought. She that didn't counts. just leave, she didn't just leave it at this. Is not approved. Yeah, but she kind of was like, mm. yeah, that ornament was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Like on like par her with face is like fucked yeah, up on it. On par with that lady that tried to fix that painting oh, of Christ the, the uh, in the cathedral or whatever. Yeah. Do people know about that? People know about that. She was like a oh, restoration, a restoration she, artist for the first time. <laughs> it was like a Renaissance. Hey, uh, give me, a, uh, let me give it a shot. Portrait of Christ, like a holy people. <laughs> honey, people know about it. Now you got the hiccups. We got to wrap this up. <laughs> people don't want to see this deterioration I don't, I don't of. Think so. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> By the way, at one point, my therapist said to me this week. Uh, Welcome to the human race. <laughs> she was laughing when she said it. Because I was like, I just don't understand why. And I was like saying something like so like. Human racy. Human racy. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, well, welcome to the human race. She fucking got you good. And I was like, you know what? I like that. That's a good thing to remember. The welcome to the human race thing. Sure. And then I was remembering like. Welcome to the wonderful world of AIDS, written in lipstick on a... (laughs) (laughs) It's like I had gone to bed, (laughs) and I woke up, and my therapist had written in lipstick on my mirror, welcome to the human race. Honey, that's a good place to leave it. As opposed to... Yes, don't say it again. (laughs) Uh, People can't can't write welcome to the wonderful world of COVID on... A mirror because we're not allowed to be together. It's true, but there's got 
That you know, some asshole has fucked some people out there one on Tinder yeah, and there's written, people out there hooking up. It's ridiculous. And written on their Oh, you think that, they've gone that far? Welcome to the wonderful world of COVID. I don't know about that, honey. All right. But do you think they wrote, I think it's possible. to the wonderful world of COVID, or do you think they wrote, welcome to the wonderful world of COVID-19? Not Corona? Welcome, oh, welcome to the, to the wonderful, wonderful world, world of, of the novel coronavirus. Welcome to the wonderful world of SARS-CoV-2, which will eventually become COVID-19 once she becomes symptomatic. <laughs> all right. Any further recommendations or do we cover them all? They're kind of embedded in the episode. I said euphoria. Euphoria you, Christmas special. Let them all talk. I mean, yeah. come on. That's not my favorite movie this year, but I haven't seen, I still haven't seen Godfather. So we're going to watch Ma Rainey's Black Bottom tonight. Yeah, I read that was like that? Chadwick Boseman's uh, best performance. I actually read something. Yeah. Right That's kind of sad, though, because he was... I know. Yeah. I know. He was too young. But it looks great. We saw the, the trailer for it. It looks great. Too. That's right. All right, everybody. We are... What was your recommendation? Of, Just the same. We have the same ones. Oh, we yeah. have the same ones. Uh, I'm going to say that we are at Stay F. Homkins on Twitter and Instagram. StayFHomkins at gmail.com if you want to write to us. Thanks. We thank you very much for listening. Yeah, we really some people write it. with their recommendations and like some of them I actually... Like some yeah. Yeah. Sent a Absolutely. Podcast I can't wait to listen to. Um, and we'll be back next week for a, a very special a very Christmas special episode. special Christmas edition. <laughs> So thank you once again for listening. We'll see you next uh, week. And until safe. then, stay uh, s- ho- what But are I was you doing? also going to say, take <laughs> care. Of, uh, uh, this is a tough Christmas. Yes, it is. We know a lot of people, like us, cannot be with the people that they normally would be with. I know a lot of people are going to be alone. Hard hardships this uh, year. And- there's so much that's going on. This is an extremely difficult time. And... Uh, we're thinking of you. Uh, we're all in this together. We're grateful. No matter how many people think we're not, we are all in this together and we're, we're grateful for you and we're thinking of you. Thank you so much. We'll be back next week. Until then, stay Stay safe, safe, stay stay sane, and stay home. home.